From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 28th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Early this afternoon, around 3,000 customers were still without power, stemming from bad storms on Wednesday in the Toledo area, and some may not get relief until tomorrow. Here's ONN's Maya May. Because of the amount of damage, it takes time for the city to get to every area. Toledo Fire just recently told me they were dispatched to about 70 calls related to down power lines. While there were several areas hit by the storm, Toledo Fire leaders say the areas that are still heavily impacted include Point Place, West Toledo, and also Bedford Township, Michigan. I'm Maya May in West Toledo. The Circleville police officer who released a dog that mauled a suspect following a police chase on the 4th of July was fired this week after body cam footage was released and the story went international. The semi-truck driver was an unarmed black man who had been pursued for miles by police and state troopers. Video shows he had his hands up at the time the dog was released. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is reacting. First of all, I don't think the dog should have even been out of the car at that point. Uh, if the dog was out of the car, it should have been on a lead. Um, and, of course, uh, the, the dog should not have been set loose. So uh, this is uh, very troubling. That truck driver from Memphis had called 911 from his cab, expressing concern about white officers pointing guns at him. He has hired civil rights attorney Ben Crump. In suburban Cleveland, Parma City Schools will allow certain staff members to be armed, creating a debate. Superintendent Charles Smilick supports the unanimous vote by the board to allow. And if we can save even 10 seconds off of response time because a staff member's armed, as opposed to waiting to an outside law enforcement agency to respond, that 10 seconds could mean dozens of lives, quite literally. And so our job is to make sure that we have as many steps in place as possible. And this is one more step to take to make sure that we can, in the event of the worst, respond as quickly as we possibly can. Governor Mike DeWine signed a bill last year setting guidelines for training of school staff to carry guns. Bacteria known to cause Legionnaire's disease has been found at a Dayton area elementary school that also has a summer child care program. ONN's Eric Brown reports. The water supply of John F. Kennedy Elementary School in the Kettering School District has tested positive for Legionella bacteria. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says that breathing in or drinking a few drops of water contaminated with Legionella can make someone sick. According to the Dayton Daily News, water will be retested Saturday after being cleaned up this week, and the area YMCA will host the school's child care program for the next two weeks. Eric Brown, ONN News. Norfolk Southern says the cost of the toxic train derailment in East Palestine has more than doubled to $803 million. Here's ONN's Matt Rascone in Cleveland. The company says it recorded another $416 million charge related to the February derailment. This is part of its second quarter earnings. The majority of the costs are related to cleaning up hazardous materials that were released. But the company is also paying hundreds of millions in legal fees. The total is likely to grow as it does not include repayment to the community for health effects, drop in property value, or drinking water issues. The rail company also reported a 6% drop in the number of shipments it delivered during the second quarter of this year. A Northwest Ohio cemetery will soon get an Ohio historic marker. 
ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. The Worthington Cemetery was the only all-black cemetery in Defiance County back in the 1850s. It is the final resting place of around 50 freed slaves. But when the cemetery's owner moved away, the graveyard was forgotten about over the years to make way for farming. But in 2020, researchers surveyed the area to confirm people were buried there. Now the historical marker will acknowledge history that's been lost for more than a century. The historical marker is expected to be installed in a year and a half. I'm Yolanda Harris. The cemetery is near Ayersville, just southeast of Defiance. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow was carted off the field during practice yesterday after pulling up on one leg and hopping toward the sideline on a play in which he did not get hit. ONN's Dave Holmes has details. The four scariest words for a Cincinnati Bengals fan, Joe Burrow carted off. Head coach Zach Taylor didn't have an update after practice. He simply called it, quote, a calf issue. A calf issue would be the best-case scenario. We only know how scary it is when your franchise quarterback gets carted off the field. I'm Dave Holmes. ESPN is reporting Burrow suffered a calf strain, which would sideline him for a while, but likely not jeopardize the regular season. And one of the Cleveland Browns' all-time greats is a step closer to Canton. ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus explains. Former Cleveland head coach Marty Schottenheimer has been named one of 12 semi-finalists in the Pro Football Hall of Fame's coach category for the class of 2024. The special committee meets again on August 15th. Schottenheimer coached 21 NFL seasons for four different teams, including four and a half with the Browns from 1984 to 1988. I'm Tracy Townsend. Schottenheimer died in 2021 at the age of 77. His record in Cleveland was 44 and 27. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.